But I think the I believe it's just being real. God wants us to be real and be real with the new covenant. I I got a lot to say here. Being free from legalism. Because <laughs> legalism can kill the fire of God real easy. All right. In other words, these people in Romans 1.21, they didn't value prize the things of God. But we can do that. Satan always tries us to get us to decrease the value or esteem or worth that we place on the things of God. To me, there's nothing like revelation knowledge. The enemy will try to get you and I said this earlier, and I'm not trying to pick on anybody, but the enemy <laughs> wants you to devalue the importance of a church and having church fellowship. If they have sports on Sunday, go to church and forget the sports. That's not politically correct, but it's biblically correct. Man, I'm telling you, eternity is more important than Johnny getting a base hit in baseball. They got other nights they can play. Hallelujah. All right. It says this, when we share the values of the carnal world instead of his values, that the hardening process begins. In other words, when we put more value on the things of this world than we do on the things of God, the hardening of the heart begins. Boy, that statement's gold. If I or you or any of us, if I put more value on the things of this world than I do on the things of God, my heart begins to become hardened towards the things of God. Man, that's awesome. We're talking about how to fulfill God's, God's will. I want to fulfill God's will. Hallelujah. All right. When we share, uh, no, letter H, the Lord's values are completely different from most of what the world values. Well, that's an understatement. 1 John 2, 15 through 16. Oh, my word. Love not the world. <laughs> oh, no. Love not the world. What does that mean? So some people think, well, love not the world. It means, you know, you can't enjoy sports. You get, that's not what that means. It's talking about the world system. The, what the, and the word love there is the agapio love. It's agape. It means don't value the things of the world above the things of God. And then it tells, well, it goes on. It talks about it. Neither the things that are in the world. If any man love or gives his love, his agape, his love, his value to the world, the love of the Father is not in him. This is a person that doesn't know how much God loves him. Amen? It says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world, and the world passes away, and the lust thereof. I want to give you another one. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5 through 9, it lists seven things to add to your faith. It says, beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith. This is talking about your walk, not your position. Add your faith, virtue to virtue, knowledge to knowledge, temperance to temperance, patience to patience, godliness to godliness, brotherly kindness to brotherly kindness, charity or love. Watch this. This is what I'm after. For if these things are in you, in your walk, and they abound, they make you that you're, you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But watch this. But he that lacks these seven attributes in his faith walk, he's blind. He can't see afar off the big picture. And he forgot something. What did he forget? He forgot that he was purged from his old sins. Now back to 1 John 2.15. When it says love not the world, it says don't allow what you value to be the things of the world. Be, let them be the things of God. Amen? See, God's given us richly all things to enjoy, but not to be our joy. That's the difference. 
God don't care if you have a motorcycle. He don't care about that. That's not the point. The point is, it's where, where, what are you prizing and valuing the things of God or the things of the world? Ah, I could say so much about, about those things because they're so powerful. Hallelujah. I got to, wow, two minutes. We got to fly. Whatever we focus our attention on is going to dominate us. The Holy Spirit draws us toward a more intimate relationship with God while the world pulls us the other way. It's just that simple. When our opinion of God is up, everyone else's opinion is going to be lower or of less significance. <laughs> Amen? Look at, look at this. On the other hand, if we start accepting the values and views of people, our esteem for the things of God will decrease. Galatians 1.10 says, For do I now persuade God a man, or the New American Standard says, Am I now seeking the favor of people? For if I yet please people, or seek to please people, I should not be the servant of God. It's not talking about you don't want people to like you. It's talking about if your value is on what people think of you more than what God thinks of you, it's not going to be pleasing to God in your faith walk. Now, if you're born again, He's pleased with you because you're in Christ. He's pleased with that position. But he tells us that you can have a walk that's pleasing to God or displeasing to God. People get that mixed up all the time. Hallelujah. All right, I got to fly. We're just about done. It isn't possible to highly value both the opinion of man and the opinion of God at the same time. Proverbs 29, 25 says, The fear of man brings a snare, but whoso puts his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Jesus said in John 5, 44, How can you believe which receive honor one of another? You don't seek the honor that comes from God first and foremost. This is fulfilling God's will. Nobody likes rejection. Wow. But we can't be troubled by it because the first step to diminishing the impact of God in our lives is to start worrying about what other people have to say. Here it is again. I know I don't like this verse either, but it's true. 2 Timothy 3.12, all who will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. It's a promise. I would not encourage you to confess for it. Just live godly in Christ Jesus and you're going to have people come against you. Amen? It's just how it is. That's what, okay. It is not, not that we don't care about other people. It's just that we shouldn't need them to pat us on the back in order to feel good about ourselves. When we esteem God's opinion the highest, uh, the highest, what other people have to say just won't matter all that much. And that's what we need to do. If we're going to fulfill, truly fulfill God's plan and purpose for our life, we are going to have to esteem God's opinion above what anybody else thinks or doesn't think. And I'm telling you, that's not pleasant. And let me give you a little tip here that I know. I have discovered, I used to think that, well, just the people out in the world that are going to think bad of you. But let me tell you, there's a lot of professing Christians that will come against you when you go God's way. Amen? There's, I mean, there's people, especially like we believe in the full gospel. Not everybody does. Amen? And, and there's going to be people that are going to come against you. But we love them. We just, we wish it wasn't like that, but it would not be true. And I apologize for audio trouble. We're done. Denny, if you want to turn that off here. Huh? Father, we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, and we bless those that are watching and will watch. Sorry about the audio trouble, and we got some of it on, and, and you're blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.